Hey guys, welcome back to Faith Feels My Fire, the podcast. I'm your host, Lorena Camille. Today's episode is a Bible study on part two of chapter eight of the book of John. If you haven't checked out the previous chapters, I have all of my Bible studies and study guides included on my Facebook group. It's called Faith Fuels My Fire. You can go on Facebook and type in the search bar, Faith Fuels My Fire, or I'll also have it linked in the show notes here. Just click on that link, request to be in the group. Once you're added in the group, you'll go on the units tab and you'll see all of my previous Bible studies and the study guides included. All right, so before we get into this Bible study, I did want to say a quick prayer. So if you would, please just close your eyes and pray with me. Lord, I pray that you lift up every single person listening to this right now, Lord. I pray that you give us knowledge and understanding to know exactly what it is that we're reading and how to implement it in our daily life. I pray that you use us as a vessel for your work and work through us to make an impact in other people's lives. I pray that you open up our eyes to see the truth of your words and you open up our ears, our mind, our hearts, and our souls to you, Lord. And I pray that you lead us, guide us, and direct us in every aspect of our life. And that you make our path straight and our God-led calling very clear. And that you let us know exactly what it is that you want us to do, Lord. I love you so much. In Jesus' name, amen. Alright, so I'm going to continue reading where we left off, starting at verse 31 of chapter 8. To the Jews who had believed him, Jesus said, If you hold to my teaching, you are really my disciples. Then you will know the truth, and the truth will set you free. They answered him, We are Abraham's descendants, and have never been slaves of anyone. How can you say that we shall be set free? Jesus replied, I tell you the truth. Everyone who sins is a slave to sin. Now a slave has no permanent place in the family, but a son belongs to it forever. So if the son sets you free, you will be free indeed. I know you are Abraham's descendants. Yet you are ready to kill me, because you have no room for my word. I am telling you what I have seen in my father's presence, and you do what you have heard from your father. Abraham is our father, they answered. If you were Abraham's children, said Jesus, then you would do the things Abraham did. As it is, you are determined to kill me, a man who has told the truth that I heard from God. Abraham did no such things. You are doing the things your own father does. We are not illegitimate children, they protested. The only father we have is God himself. Now I'm going to stop right here and discuss these verses with you guys. Okay, so in verse 31, he said that if they hold to his teaching, then they're really his disciples and the truth will set them free. And they automatically were saying, how can you say that we shall be set free because we're not slaves to anyone? And he says here in verse 34 that... Everyone that sins is a slave to sin. We are dead in our sin and we are alive in Jesus Christ. And whenever we ask Jesus Christ to come into our heart and forgive us of our sins, then we have eternal life. And he says that a slave has no permanent place in the family, but a son belongs to it forever. And if the son sets you free, you'll be free indeed. And the son that he's talking about here is him. He is the son of God. Jesus Christ is the son of God. So he says if he sets them free, then they will be free. And he knows that they're Abraham's descendants, but they're ready to kill him. So they have no room for his word or the word of God the Father or the scripture because all of it is a testimony to Jesus Christ. So if they don't believe in him, then they have no room for the word of God. And then here in verse 38 where he says that you do what you have heard from your father. 
the father that he's talking about is not Abraham, which we'll read about that further on. And he says in verse 39 that if you were Abraham's children, you would do the things that Abraham did. But since you're determined to kill me, a man that has told you the truth that I have heard from God the Father, then you're doing the things your own father does. And then they say here that the only father they have is God himself. And I'm going to continue reading at verse 42. And it says, Jesus said to them, If God were your father, you would love me, for I came from God and now I'm here. I have not come on my own, but he sent me. Why is my language not clear to you? Because you are unable to hear what I say. You belong to your father, the devil, and you want to carry out your father's desire. He was a murderer from the beginning, not holding to the truth, for there is no truth in him. When he lies, he speaks his native language, for he is a liar and the father of lies. Yet because I tell the truth, you do not believe me. Can any one of you prove me guilty of sin? If I am telling the truth, why don't you believe me? He who belongs to God hears what God says. The reason you do not hear is that you do not belong to God. Alright, so I'm going to stop right there and discuss a few things with you guys here. So the father that Jesus told them that they had is the devil. He says in verse 42 that if God were their father, that they would love him because he came from God. And anyone that loves God the Father also loves God the Son. And in verse 43, he says, His language is not clear to them because they're unable to hear what he says. Their father, the devil, his native language is lies. And God's native language and Jesus Christ's native language is a truth. And so that's why they're unable to hear what he says because they don't understand the truth. Their heart is full of deception and lies and hatred. And that is the spirit of the devil, not the spirit of God. They don't have the spirit of God. And they won't be able to obtain the Holy Spirit once Jesus goes back to heaven because they don't believe in Jesus and they don't love Jesus. They don't love God. And then in verse 46, he says, Can any one of you prove me guilty of sin? Which we know that Jesus Christ came on the earth, lived a sinless life. So none of them can prove he's guilty of sin, but they're trying so hard to do so because they have hatred in their heart. And then in verse 47, he says, the reason you don't hear what God says is because you don't belong to God. And I'm going to continue reading, starting at verse 48. The Jews answered him, aren't we right in saying that you are Samaritan and demon possessed? I am not possessed by a demon, Jesus says, but I honor my father and you dishonor me. I am not seeking glory for myself. But there is one who seeks it, and he is the judge. I tell you the truth. If anyone keeps my word, he will never see death. At this the Jews exclaimed, Now we know that you are demon-possessed. Abraham died, and so did the prophets. Yet you say that if anyone keeps your word, he will never taste death? Are you greater than our father Abraham? He died, and so did the prophets. Who do you think you are? Jesus replied, If I glorify myself, my glory means nothing. My Father, whom you claim as your God, is the one who glorifies me. Though you do not know him, I know him. If I said I did not, I would be a liar like you, but I do know him and keep his word. Your father Abraham rejoiced at the thought of seeing my day. He saw it and was glad. Okay, I'm going to stop right there and discuss a few things with you guys here. So these Jews have done all they can to claim him as guilty. 
and charge him. And so they use their last thing, which is name calling. And they say, aren't we right in saying that you're Samaritan and demon possessed? Jesus says in verse 49 that he's not possessed by a demon, but he honors the father, which is God the father, and they dishonor him. Anyone that honors God the father, there's no way they can be possessed by a demon, but they dishonor him. And if you dishonor the son of God, then that's not a spirit of good. That's a spirit of evil. So they're over here saying he's demon possessed, but they're the ones with the evil hearts. And then in verse 52, the Jews say that they know that he's demon possessed now because of what he says in verse 51, which is that if anyone keeps his word, they'll never see death, which what he's talking about here, as we know, is the eternal life of going to heaven. Whenever Jesus dies on the cross, raises three days later, whoever believes in him and asks him to come into their heart and has the Holy Spirit within them, we are no longer dead in our sin, but we have eternal life in heaven. And they said that Abraham died, and so did the prophets. But he says that if anyone keeps his word, they'll never taste death. So is he greater than their father Abraham? And then they say, who do you think you are? And Jesus has been telling them this whole time that he is God the Son. He keeps saying, my father, when he's talking about God. And they still say, who do you think that you are? But this whole time he's been telling them who he is and they're not believing him. And then in verse 54, he says, My father, God the father, who you claim as your God is the one who glorifies me, though you do not know him, because if they knew him, they would know Jesus. They wouldn't deny Jesus if they truly knew God the father, because Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life, and no one can come to the father except through him. So I'm going to continue reading, starting at verse 57. You are not yet 50 years old, the Jews said to him, and you have seen Abraham? I tell you the truth, Jesus answered. Before Abraham was born, I am. At this, they picked up stones to stone him, but Jesus hid himself, slipping away from the temple grounds. All right, so these are the last verses I'm going to read today, but I wanted to discuss these verses here with you guys. So they're asking him, how he saw Abraham when he's not yet 50 years old. And then what he says here in verse 58 makes them pick up stones to stone him because he says, before Abraham was born, I am. And the statement right here of I am is him claiming to be the eternal God. And the Jews automatically knew this from the scriptures, that that's what he was claiming. That's why they took the stones to try and stone him. The phrase that he used here was him saying that he is the eternal God, which we know it's God the Father, God the Son, Jesus Christ, and then once Jesus goes back to heaven, God sends God the Holy Spirit to counsel us. And he, whenever he uses that phrase before Abraham was, I am, he's saying that not only did he exist during Abraham's time, but before Abraham's time and after Abraham's time. And I'm going to read Exodus 3. 13 through 14 because the great I am that Jesus is claiming to be is the voice of the covenant God of Israel that was revealed at the burning bush which is an exodus I'm going to read that real quick here Moses said to God suppose I go to the Israelites and say to them the God of your fathers has sent me to you and they ask me what is his name then what shall I tell them God said to Moses I am who I am this is what you say to the Israelites I am has sent me to you. And Jesus actually says this phrase, I am, 
three different times in this chapter. He says it here that we see in verse 58. He also says it in verse 24 of chapter 8 that we read on the last Bible study. He said, I told you that you would die in your sins if you do not believe that I am the one I claim to be. And then also in verse 28, he says, when you have lifted up the Son of Man, then you will know that I am the one I claim to be. So he's saying it a few different times here. He is the great I am. And because these Jews think that they know the scripture so much, they automatically knew what he was referring to from Exodus, the great I am. And so because they took that claim as blasphemy, they took stones and wanted to stone him. But he hid himself because his hour had not yet come, and until his hour came, he was protected. Alright, so that concludes our Bible study for chapter 8 of the book of John. I love you guys so much. I will see you guys next time. Bye, guys!